Part 2 Chapter 1 Alicia Berenson's Diary 16th July I never thought I would be longing for rain we are into our fourth week of the heat wave and it feels like an endurance test each day seems hotter than the last it doesn't feel like england more like a foreign country greece or somewhere i am writing this on hampstead hampstead heath the whole park is strewn with red-faced semi-naked bodies like a beach or a battlefield on blankets or benches or spread out on the grass i am sitting under a tree in the shade it's 6 o'clock and it's started to cool down the sun is low and red in the golden sky and heat looks different in this light darker shadows brighter colors the grass looks like it's on fire flickering flames under my feet i took off my shoes on my way there and walked barefoot it reminded me of when i was little and i would play outside it reminded me of another summer hot like this one the summer mom died playing outside with paul cycling on our bikes through golden field dotted with wild daisies exploring abandoned house and haunted orchards in my memory that summer lasts forever i remember mom and those colorful tops she would wear with a yellow stingy strap so flimsy and delicate just like her she was so thin like a little bird she would put on radio and pick me up and dance me around to pop songs i remember how she smelled of shampoo and cigarette and nivea hand cream always with an undertone of vodka how old was she then 28 29 she was younger then than i am now then that's an odd thought on my way there i saw a small bird on the path lying on the roots of a tree i thought it must have fallen from its nest it wasn't moving and i wondered if it had broken its wings I stroked its head gently with my finger. It didn't react. I nudged it and turned it over. And the outside of the bird was gone, eaten away, leaving a cavity filled with maggots. Fat, white, slippery maggots. Twisting, turning, writhing. I felt my stomach turn. I thought I was going to be sick. It was so foul, so distinguishing, deadly. I can't get it out of my mind. 17th July. I have started taking refuge from the heat in an air-conditioned cafe on the right street. Cafe del Artista. It's icy cold inside like climbing into a fridge. There's a table I like by the window where I sit drinking iced coffee. Sometimes I read or sketch or make notes. 
mostly i just let my mind drift luxuriating in the coldness the beautiful girl behind the counter stands there looking bored staring at her phone checking her watch and sighing periodically yesterday afternoon her sighs seemed specially long and i realized she was waiting for me to go so she could close up i left reluctantly walking in this heat feels like wading through mud i feel worn down battered beaten up by it we are not equipped for it not in this country gabriel and i didn't have air conditioning at home who does but without it it's impossible to sleep at night we throw off the cover and lie there in dark naked drenched in sweat we leave the windows open but there's no hint of a breeze just hot dead air i bought i bought an electric fan yesterday i set it up at the foot of the bed on the top of the chest and gabriel immediately started complaining it makes too much noise we will never sleep we can't sleep anyways i said at least we won't be lying there in a sauna gabriel grumbled but in the end he fell asleep before i did i lay there listening to the fan i like the sound it makes a gentle whirring i can shut my eyes and tune in to it and disappear i have been carrying the fan around the house with me plugging and unplugging it as i move around this afternoon i took it down to the studio at the end of the garden having the fan made it just before bearable but it's still too hot to get much work done i am falling behind but too hot to care i did have a bit of breakthrough i finally understood what's wrong with the jesus picture why it's not working the problem isn't with the composition jesus on the cross the problem is it's not a picture of jesus at all it doesn't even look like him whatever he looked like because it's not jesus it's gabriel incredible that i didn't see it before somehow without intending to i have put gabriel up there instead it's his face i have painted his body isn't that insane so i must surrender to that and do what the painting demands of me i know now that when i have an agenda for a picture a predetermined idea how it should turn out it never works it remains still born lifeless but if i am really paying attention really aware i sometimes hear a whispering voice pointing me in the right direction and if i give into it as an act of faith it leads me somewhere unexpected 
not where I intended, but somewhere insanely alive, glorious. And the result is independent of me, with a life force of its own. I suppose what scares me is giving into unknown. I like to know where I am going. That's why I always make so many sketches, trying to control the outcome. No wonder nothing comes to life. Because I am not really responding to what's going on in front of me. I need to open my eyes and look and be aware of life as it is happening and not simply how it w- how I want it to be. Now, I know it's a portrait of Gabriel. I can go back to it. I can start again. I will ask him to pose for me. He hasn't sat for me in a long time. I hope he likes the idea and doesn't think and doesn't think it's sacrilegious or anything. He can be funny like that sometimes. 18th July. I walked down the hill to Camden Market this morning. I have been there in years, not since Gabriel and I went together one afternoon in search of his lost youth. He used to go when he was a teenager, when he and his friends had been up all night dancing, drinking, talking. He would turn up at the market in the early morning and watch the traders set up their stalls and try and score some grass from the Rastafarian dealers. Hanging out on the bridge by Camden Lock, the dealers were no longer there when Gabriel and I went. To Gabriel's dismay, I don't recognize it here anymore, he said. It's a sanitized tourist trap. Walking around today, I wondered if the problem wasn't so much that the market had changed as the fact that Gabriel had changed. It's still populated by 16-year-old embracing the sunshine spiraled, spiraled on either side of the canal a jumble of bodies boy in rolled up sh- shorts with bare chest girls in bikinis or bras skin everywhere burning reddening flesh the sexual energy was palpable this hungry impatient thirst for life i felt a sudden desire for gabriel for his body and his strong legs his thick thighs laying over mine when we have sex I always feel an insatiable hunger for him. For a kind of union between us, something that's bigger than me, bigger than us. Beyond words, something holy. Suddenly, I caught sight of a homeless man sitting by me on the pavement, staring at me. His trousers, his trousers were tied up with string, his shoes held together with tape. His skin has sores and bumpy rash across his face. I felt a sudden sadness and revolution. He stank of stale, sweet and urine. For a second, I thought he spoke to me, 
but he was just swearing to himself under his breath fucking this and fucking that i fished for some change in my bag and gave it to him then i walked home back up the hill slowly step by step it seemed much steeper now it took forever in sweltering heat for some reason i couldn't stop thinking about the homeless man apart from feeling pity there was another feeling unnameable somehow a kind of fear i pictured him as a baby in his mother's arm did she ever imagine her baby would even end up crazy dirty stinking huddled on the pavement muttering obscenities i thought of my mother was she crazy is that why she did it why she strapped me into the passenger seat of her yellow mini and sped us towards that red brick wall i always liked that car it's cheerful canary yellow the same yellow as in my paint box now i hate that color every time i use it i think of death why did she do it i suppose i will never know i used to think it was suicide now i think it was attempted murder because i was in the car too wasn't i sometimes i think i was the intended victim it was me she was trying to kill not herself but that's crazy why would she want to kill me tears collected in my eyes as i walked up the hill i wasn't crying for my mother or myself or even that poor homeless man i was crying for all of us there's so much pain everywhere and we just close our eyes to it the truth is we are all scared we are terrified of each other i am terrified of myself and of my mother in me is her madness in my blood is it am i going to no stop stop i am not writing about it i am not 28 july last night gabriel and i went out for dinner we usually do on fridays date night he calls it in a silly american accent gabriel always downplays his feeling and makes fun of anything he considers soapy he likes to think of himself as cynical and unsentimental but the truth is he is a deeply romantic man in his heart it if not his speech actions speak louder than words don't they and gabriel's action make me feel totally loved where do you want to go i asked three guesses augustus got it in one augustus is our local italian restaurant just down the road it's nothing special but it's our home from home and we have spent many happy evenings there we went around 8 o'clock the air conditioning wasn't working so we sat by the open window in the hot still humid air 
drank chilled dry white wine i felt quite drunk by the end and we laughed a lot at nothing really we kissed outside the restaurant and had sex when we got home thankfully gabriel has come round to the portable fan at least when we are in bed i positioned it in front of us and we lay in the cool breeze warmed in each other's arm we stroked by hair and kissed me i love you he whispered i didn't say anything i didn't need to he knows how i feel but i ruined the mood stupidly clumsily by asking if he would sit for me i want to paint you i said again you already did that was 4 years ago and i want to paint you again oh he didn't like enthusiastic what kind of thing do you have in mind i hesitated and then said it was for jesus picture gabriel sat up and gave a kind of strangled laugh oh come on alicia what i didn't know about that love he said i don't think so why not why do you think painting me on the cross what are the people going to say since when do you care about people i don't i do i do not but about most of the things i mean they might think that's how you see me i loved i don't think you are the son of god if that's what you mean it's just an image something that happened organically while i was painting i haven't consciously thought about it well maybe you should think about it why it's not a comment on you or our marriage then what it is how should i know gabriel laughed at this and rolled his eyes all right he said fuck it if you want we can try i suppose you know what you are doing that doesn't sound like much of an endorsement but i know gabriel believes in me and my talent i would never be a painter if it weren't for him if he hadn't needled and encouraged and bullied me i would never have kept going during those first few dead years after college when i was painting wall with jean felix before i met gabriel i lost my way somehow i lost myself i don't miss those druggy painters who passed for friends during my 20s i only ever saw them at night they vanished at dawn like vampires fleeing the light when i met gabriel they faded away into nothing and i didn't even notice i didn't even i didn't need them anymore i didn't need anyone now i had him he saved me like jesus maybe that's what the painting is about gabriel is my whole world and has been since the day we met i will love him no matter what he does or what happens no matter how much he upsets me no matter how untidy or messy he is how thoughtless how selfish i will take him just as he is until death 
do us a part. 21st July Today Gabriel came and sat for me in the studio. I am not doing this for days again, he said. How long are we talking about? It's going take more than one session to get it right. Is this just a ploy to spend more time together? If so, how about we skip the preamble and go to bed? I laughed, maybe afterwards. If you are good and don't fidget too much, I positioned him standing in front of a fan. His hair blew in the breeze. How should I look? He asked, striking a pose. Not like that. Just be yourself. Don't you want me to adopt an anguished expression? I am not sure Jesus was anguished. I don't see him like that. Don't put any face. Just stand there and don't move. You are the boss. He stood for about 20 minutes and then he broke the pose saying he was tired. Sit down then, I said. But don't talk. I am working on the face. Gabriel sat on the chair and kept quiet while I worked. I was... I enjoyed painting his face. It's a good face. A strong jaw, high cheekbones, elegant nose, sitting there with spotlight on him. He looked like a Greek statue, a hero of some kind. But sometime, but something was wrong. I don't know what. Maybe I was pushing too hard. I just couldn't get the shape of his eyes right, nor the colors. The right thing I ever noticed about Gabriel was the sparkle in his eyes, like a tiny diamond in each iris. But now, for some reason, I couldn't catch it. Maybe I am just not skilled enough or maybe Gabriel has something extra that can't be compared in paint. The eyes remained dead, lifeless. I could feel myself getting annoyed. Fuck, I said. It's not going well. Time for a break. Yeah, time for a break. Shall we have sex? A little dish of sugared... Okay. That made me laugh. Okay. Gabriel jumped up, took hold of me and kissed me. We made love in the studio, there on the floor. The whole time I kept glancing at the lifeless eyes in Gabriel's portrait. They were staring at me, burning into me. I had to turn away, but I could still feel them watching.